0: The only song he got that really get me is When you move, I move Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast I've Got Time with Sherry and Shekayla Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and healing To become aligned with the best version of ourselves What's
1: up? Nothing, you know <clears throat> Chilling, vibing You good? I'm doing what I gotta do. Gotta tickle in your throat, chapter.
2: I guess.
0: <laughs> How you doing? Um, I'm doing all right. I feel like I'm in two different places. Like, part of me feels really fulfilled mm-hmm. and grateful. Then the other part of me feels like lacking and just like tired of life
2: yeah yeah
1: life is but a dream that's what uh big b said (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah you got anything you want to get off your chest this week Mm. nah i'm good um well thanksgiving was this past week um, but I feel like, I mean, I haven't celebrated Thanksgiving for years. Mm-hmm. Like I still get together with family or cook, but it's like not to celebrate Thanksgiving just cause of like how, you know, they colonized the natives and slaughtered a bunch of them. And so I just don't feel right, like celebrating that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like. Is better things you could do with your time and energy, but like supporting native communities who are at risk right now. Yeah. Facts B. So it's no thanks giving. No thanks. I honestly am a Grinch. I hate Christmas too. This when this year roll around I'm just <sighs> like starting in a bad mood.
1: You know, I've never been a fan of Christmas. Mm. I don't get in a bad mood. I just don't want to participate in the gift-giving of it all. Yeah. That's really what it is. I used to despise the music. I don't despise it so much anymore. Um,
0: Yeah. But... There's certain Christmas music I can get with, like um, Ariana Grande, Christmas and Chill. Love that one.
2: Mhm.
0: Brandy just came out with a new Christmas album. I haven't heard a lot of songs with the one that I did hear, She was like sounding really amazing. She dropped it already? Yeah, I think it's out. Oh. I'll get my song. Well, that's ears only on just now. that one song is out, but I'm pretty sure it's out. Yeah. Um Yeah. I really don't like Christmas. It's a lot of reasons why I don't like Christmas and that that's why I just be so grumpy because like my emotions be all over the place. Like mm-hmm. part of it is spending money and being stressed about spending money. Part of it is irritation from the expectation of gifts and like giving them to people. Um and like it's really just a man made holiday so that all these corporations can make so much money. Like even Black Friday was today and it's like if sixty percent of Americans are down bad, how is anybody Black Friday shopping? Every time you turn around, it's just over consumption every motherfucking wear. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok. I don't really go on there no because the only thing you gonna see on there is ads. TikTok yeah. ads.
1: The ads be going crazy up there. They be trying to get you now, too, like, with the influencers and stuff. They'll mm-hmm. just start talking, and then you realize it's an ad.
0: Yeah, like that shadow workbook. Ugh. Y'all go crazy one. with and that I shadow I work. put not interested so many times, and they still keep giving it to me. Like... <laughs> They said, well, when you're not on the
1: app and we're just listening to you talk, it sounds like
0: that's what you went to. Yeah. Well, I did want to do gratitude this week. Mm -hmm. This is the first time we ever did gratitude and affirmation of the week. Let's do it. Let's give it to the girls. Giving extra abundance. What are you grateful for?
1: Ooh, I'm going first.
0: Uh... (laughs) You want to go first and lead the conversation. I'm
1: grateful for... mm, I'm grateful for you and your support. You really have encouraged me to trust myself. Wow, you're gonna make me get emotional. Well, I mean, feel what you gotta feel, but, um, yeah, I've been needing that my whole life, mm-hmm. and especially since I've been an adult, and it's been very
0: helpful. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah. I'm just happy to be in your life. Same. Um,
1: what you grateful for?
0: I don't want to be generic, but I'm like grateful for my health and my family's health. I'm grateful for access to healthcare, um, and I'm grateful for my therapist. Shout out to Nina. Yeah. What's up, means? She be asking about the podcast. I low want to send her the link, but then at the same time I write down. You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> going to be like, girl, you ain't saying nothing about all this.
1: So about episode six, <laughs> I think we should revisit that. Girl. Um, That's crazy.
0: You ready for the affirmation of the week? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Affirm us. This week's affirmation is more is on the way. I try not to turn my head so fast because every time I see the clip, I, at the end, I'd be like turning my head to look. So I was
2: pausing.
1: <laughs> Can you guess what song pops in my head when you say that?
0: More,
2: time.
0: more money, more problems? Uh, no. That's a good song, though. I'm going to use that for the real this week.
1: I fuck with it.
0: What song? Um. <laughs>
1: I don't know if it counts as a real gospel song. Help is on the way. The song they were singing at the beginning of Preacher's Wife. Um, Help is on the way. It's on the way.
0: You know? Leave it to (laughs) charity to bring us into a gospel swing.
1: Help is on the way.
0: She was going in. You going in right now. I saw that
1: movie. It was on uh, one of the TVs in the gym today.
0: Really? Yeah. That's interesting. That don't seem like something they would be playing in, in a gym in this town.
1: Well, you know, they just be having it on different channels. Oh, okay. I think it was on TNT or FX, one of those.
0: I haven't seen TNT in a long time. That's what I used to watch balls on. Okay. Um, what are we discussing this week, honey?
1: This week, we're talking about cash money that cream that guap that skrilla, the moolah the moolah i'm about that guala i'm about that guala i hope honey honey cocaine is doing all right oh man i remember her
0: yeah she was a vibe for a minute yeah
1: she dropped that one project i can't remember the name of it but it's like A bunch of different colors on it. Mm -hmm.
0: The background is black. That was a good project. She was cool. I don't know what happened to her. I mean, she was signed by Tiger, so. Mm. I think she dropped something a couple years ago. Yeah, I think she'd be trying to come back, but it's like, the rap has has. changed. Yeah, Yeah. Like, you got to change with the times, baby. Yeah. Like, during that time when she came out, West Coast Rap was like, At the top of the charts, like everybody was like on the West Coast vibe, but like yeah,
1: it was a good time to just be coming out and being new too, because that was when uh, that was when Debbie came out. Did she go by Debbie or Little Debbie? White rapper, her raps were good for the time.
0: I don't know if she's still making music. Little Debbie is she the one that was? Making songs with that girl, Krishan. Not Blueface Baby Mother, but the other Krishan. Ugh, she I had this one so. song that used to keep getting played, and now I can't think of it in my head.
1: I think so, because she used to like help
0: direct videos and stuff, too. Okay, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Her music yeah. was good. Yeah, no, they was fun. It was a fun little group or whatever. Yeah. Um, so... Money management. Money,
1: money, money, money. money.
0: That remind me yeah all about the Benjamins. That's <laughs> your shit. It is. I love <laughs> that movie so much. I like we just will say all the words to the movie. I was so excited. <laughs> and we just watched Bring It On. I'm all to ta- all, all topic, but that's also one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um I feel so much stress about money. And I think I have always felt that way since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hate talking about money. I hate Mm -hmm. thinking about money. I hate checking my account. I hate swiping my card for shit. Like, I feel like a lot of this shit should be free. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, nature provides everything that we need. And... It's just people capitalizing off our resources. That's what it ultimately comes down to.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And yeah. So I do not have a good relationship with money.
1: Well, I don't think I have a bad relationship with money. I think that I would just like more of it. Um. I don't, you don't. Know, I can't really say I don't have deep issues with money because I feel like everybody does in some capacity, mm-hmm. like money is just, I just want more so I can not
0: so I can move in less fear with it. Mm-hmm. I seen a tweet today and it said, you don't need more money. You're the problem. Okay, not too much on me, though. And That's also I seen what they true. were saying, but I felt like it was kind of classist to say that. It because is. some people actually do fucking need more money. And some people are not good at budgeting their money. That is a fucking thing. But I feel like, once again, we have so many resources. There's so much shit that they're constantly always selling and shit. They could afford to be giving people the things that they need. Nobody should be in poverty, yeah, America has money for wars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: they got money because they cut in tax budgets in every fucking city they can and where are, where's our tax dollars going to the wars? Literally, and I feel like that's not fair. Somebody was talking about, like, having a class action lawsuit against the United States um for misuse of our tax funds. That would but be lit. It would be, but then they just came out, like, last week trying to propose a bill that says that, like, we couldn't sue them over money. I was like, that's why y'all got to be quiet. The mm, ops be watching. Yeah how
1: would that even the way that they keep going back and forth about stuff, like they keep playing with the idea of getting rid of the taxes that you do every year. But it's like, I don't believe, I don't believe they'll ever stop taking taxes from us. I mean, It's made up in the first place. Like, if you ask anybody, even a tax professional, to explain taxes and where they
0: came from, it's literally just something somebody made up. Yeah. Everything's made the fuck up. And that's what is even more frustrating to me. Because money is just paper. Somebody decided to print out some fucking paper and say, we're going to use this as currency now. Yeah.
1: Shit's crazy.
0: And money is power. People use money to control other people and things and places and even ideas. And I feel like money can be amazing and such a blessing, but it can also be like the beginning of the end for somebody because they don't know how to, I don't want to say be humble because that's not the right word, but like I guess they just get filled with greed. Like they have to have more and more. Which, yeah. I can see how
1: it's easy to fall into that though. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. The way things are right now. Everybody could use more money.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Are you good at budgeting? I think you are. Yeah. I'm good at budgeting. I am terrible at budgeting. I don't even know what a budget is. Um I would like just wanna give my money to Cherry and then she could tell me how we're supposed to spend it. Cause that sounds good and easy, but I'm an emotional spender and I feel like money trauma kinda manifests in different ways. Like for you, it kind of, you have a fear of spending money. Like, am I going to have enough? And for me, it's like, whenever I get it, I need to just hurry up and spend it. Because, like, that's just what it was growing up for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people in my family, their relationship with money was um, also connected to like... Our relationships, like, instead of an emotional connection, like, money was offered, you know? hmm And so, like, then that low-key became one of my love languages. Like, you going to have to ch- be a trick. <laughs> <laughs> trick love kids.
1: Um, I feel that. I remember growing up in walking in my parents room and seeing my dad, like balancing his checkbook Mm -hmm. or like, I remember my parents talking to me about saving my money. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I took that and somewhere along the lines You know what? Adulthood. (laughs) (laughs) Once I started taking care of myself, that's when the fear started coming in. Mm -hmm. Because I was very broke. Yeah. And like, there were times where I literally didn't have anything to eat and I just had to wait till I got paid. And it wasn't because... That's a lie. It wasn't fully because I was spending my money the wrong way. Irresponsibly. Irresponsibly. There we go. What's happening right now? Is there a wrong now? way to
0: spend money? I'm trying to...
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to
0: break the bank. No, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're having this conversation. <laughs> um, what
0: was I saying? Yeah... Spending irresponsibly wasn't the case? It
1: wasn't fully the case. It did play a large part. Especially when... I wasn't just taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And it was like... I don't know. I'd I'd rather... It's like I'd rather spend money on somebody else than spend money on me. Mm -hmm. Like if I spend it on me, it's like... All the fear comes in like, oh my gosh, what if this turns into my last? What if I need this next week?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Or what if somebody else needs this and I'm spending it on this and I don't need this? Like, I'll talk myself out of Mm -hmm. wanting something or needing
0: something. Yeah, you do that a lot. But you're getting a lot better, though. You're getting a lot better, like... I think you just started out with little things like your card collection and now Mm. you're like investing in like your recording setup. Like, you know, I'm proud of you. I feel like that you are going in a good direction. It's just hard to keep having that growth mindset, to keep having an abundant mindset when the physical doesn't look like Mm
2: -hmm. what
0: you actually need it to look like. Yeah. But I do try and have an abundant mindset like... I've always felt like money comes and money goes. If you don't spend it now, it was going to get spent some other way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it just happens how it happens. Like, yeah, people yeah. do are irresponsible with their money and they do need to budget or get a financial advisor, a financial planner, mm-hmm. maybe somebody that's just dictating where each of your monies go. One well, of my friends, she has somebody and I don't know what it's called, but they basically have control of her money mm-hmm. and they pay her bills for her and then they give her like an allowance out of that. And then so that way she's like saving some money. All her bills is getting paid so she don't have to worry about because she was like, you know, spending money this way or that way, like the bills is paid. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she can use what they feel like from that check. It's just like spend how you want money. She
1: got a personal accountant.
0: It's not an accountant. It's like a service provider through the VA, like a financial advisor. I think they have like a um, power of attorney or whatever to handle her business.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, but it's lit, honestly. When she told me about it, I was like, damn, I need to get me some of those, or one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like, better up here and get that. you one of these. It's a financial
2: advisor.
0: (laughs) A (laughs) financial (laughs) advisor. Yeah. Um. I think that ultimately we just have to be smart, work smarter, not harder. Be honest with ourselves about like actually how much money we have and then like going from there like sometimes you have to downsize sometimes you have to be a little bit more minimalistic so that your lifestyle is like feasible and aligned with your finances like it is just a thing sometimes it'd be hard times or sometimes you'd be having to stretch your money and sometimes you be rolling in the dough because you have a lot of money mm-hmm. and so that's why I just really believe it like comes and goes and like not to get so attached to where is it going like, I've watched and listened to a lot of experts and even people on podcasts talk about money and money trauma, and I'll be like, damn, like, that's really hitting so hard. But I'll never, like, actually follow through with any of the stuff. I mean, it starts small. I
1: think the biggest problem some people have is. They might get all that information and then it's like just, well, I can't do that. Because I know for me sometimes it's like, well, it's easy for you to say that. You're making $3,000 a day. Mm -hmm. Like you can... Some of these saving plans that people be selling, it's like you save in a higher amount every week. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing that you can just put this away every week and it's higher every week. Like that don't really make sense to a real budget.
0: Yeah. I tried that before and it was like a daily savings. And so the first day you put $1, the next day you put $2 and by the end of the month, then on the last day you would have put $31 and they say, Oh, this is supposed to get you however thousands of dollars But it's Mm -hmm. like, what did you give up during each of those days Mm -hmm. to put that money into your savings? You know what I'm saying? It sounds like, oh, it's not that bad. Like just today, Mm -hmm. I put $10 in my bank account. But by the end of the month, one day you put in... 20 to your bank account then mm-hmm. you put in 21 35 like well not 35 but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean like it just goes up and up and up and by the end of the week you didn't so called put away $500 in savings and it's like that's it's just it's not realistic
1: you can't it's not realistic that for somebody to have every week
0: like that right if you're middle or low class that's just like not fucking realistic
1: yeah you gotta just start with what you can i mm-hmm. literally started one savings account with just five dollars every time i got paid and it felt good when i looked at it and i saw 20 dollars in there like you don't have to start off all crazy if saving your money
0: is the goal mm-hmm. like you can start with three dollars Yeah, know that's a fact and just like be focused and always keep in the back of your mind what your future goals are and then Not being hard on yourself, always like having compassion for where you are in your journey, even if it's like not where you want to be as far as like understanding your finances and spending healthily. Mm -hmm. But you know, you just got to keep showing up and trying again and trying again. It's like good to have people that hold you accountable, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like there's lots of ways that you can save money by looking in places that you don't normally look in, um, or like even seeing what options is available to you and resources that you can have. One thing is like, if you're self-employed is tax write-offs, you will save so much money mm-hmm. for yourself and your business by doing tax write-offs. Cause most people, when they start is they're using their money to fund the business. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, if the business broke, I'm broke. So, there's different things you get, like loans for being a first-time business owner. Certain type of businesses get loans. Certain type of like career fields, they can get loans for things. But those tax write-offs are a major key, for real. Yeah, Saving those receipts. Well, you like to go through my account every month and
1: just put it in the Excel. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. It's easier to do it that way than trying to
0: keep up with papers for me. No, I just had a ziplock with receipts, and then I would just put the receipts in the bag just in case I get audited. You know what I'm saying?
1: That would make me anxious.
0: They don't, I've never been audited. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you really have to be doing some crazy stuff and trying to like scam. Yeah. For them to be auditing you. Like, yeah, that
1: shit crazy. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I was saying, like, the, the receipts, though, having all those receipts would make me anxious.
0: Even if they're just in one spot, like in one bag. Mm -hmm. Because it would just be like, oh my gosh, I got to go through all of these receipts. I mean, Uh. you only have to go through them one time a year, and that's when you do your taxes. And if you have a tax professional, then you don't have to really worry about that. Taxes is high key a scam. One, paying them, and then two, also paying first of mine to process your shit excuse me yeah yeah it's a scam for sure like I'll say I've been doing my own taxes for at least five years my sister taught me how to do taxes she was doing mine for a couple years and then she was like "All right, bitch (laughs) time to build a scale and last year I did both our taxes yeah it's not that bad for real
1: I'm not somebody that wants to do that I will gladly pay somebody to do my taxes yeah
0: I really enjoy numbers and math though. I wanted to be an accountant before, yeah. Accounting's cool,
2: but,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's easier for me. It's less stressful and less frustrating to just,
0: oh, you can do this? Okay. How much do you need? Mm Yeah, a lot of people like to source when it comes to that stuff. If it yeah. genuinely brings you stress, then you probably should get somebody else to do it. Yeah.
1: I'll make it as easy for you as possible. Like, doing those spreadsheets and everything. Mm. Whatever you need, I
0: got you. Just handle it. <laughs> Felt. A few years ago, or maybe a couple years ago, I don't know because I haven't been on YouTube in a minute. But I... Did this video, it was a channel message and it's called So You Want to Be a Millionaire. Mm -hmm. And basically in the video, I talk about taking accountability for, you know what I'm saying, your spending habits, at least learning what it is your relationship is to money Mm -hmm. so that you can like know how to move forward and really ultimately just having trust that there will be more. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And trust that everything work out How it's supposed to work out. Yeah. Faith
1: is... I feel like faith is the way to get everything, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, not just like, oh, I believe it's going to happen one day. But like... Taking the actions with it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is going to happen. Even when it's hard. I was talking about that earlier. Um, when I was talking to Cam, like just moving with the universe and taking the opportunities when they're presented to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: instead of contemplating or like just falling into that fear again. Like, oh, but what if this isn't a good opportunity? What if Yeah, it's like, well, you wanted it. They brought it to you. You got to oh. trust
0: and take it. Yeah, I I don't often stress about decision making because I feel like there's multiple paths available to us and like whatever you path you go with, ultimately it's going to lead you to the same destination. It's just in different parts of our paths, that's where we learn our experiences. You might not learn how to manage your money in your 20s, but by the time you're 35, then you might be at the place in your life that you're like, okay, I'm getting the shit together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's just on, you know, living life with ease, not trying to make yourself just be in acceptance of word where you are. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, everything is so expensive now. And like boomers will be on the internet. talking took about Um, just stop drinking Starbucks every day and then you'll have enough money to buy a house. Like, er, that is not real. If you spend $5 for a coffee, and let's be honest, Starbucks is really giving like seven to nine Mm -hmm. at this point, which is crazy. And you supposed to do that for 31 days and then all of a sudden you think you'll spend so much money. I'm not trading in my happiness. For money. Mm
2: -hmm. Money
0: is energy. Time is energy. Love is energy. And you get to choose where you want to put that energy. How you're going to be intentional about directing it. And I choose not to use my energy. When it comes to finances. Of doing that. Yeah. I'm still learning. (laughs) You get there though. Like it's all about being a balance. like. Although you still figuring it out with, like, being more comfortable spending your money without guilt, I'm, like, a recovering shopaholic. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it grosses me out. I don't want to be like Tristan, but, like, after the next day, I feel disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why do you do
1: it again?
0: because it feels good honestly you know we talked about on that episode um about oxytocin Mm -hmm. endorphins you get some type of rise out of shopping unless that's something that you hate and you don't enjoy Mm -hmm. but like i get a little boost of serotonin even when i'm just scrolling Even when I'm just adding (laughs) shit to a cart that I'm never gonna buy, just looking at Pinterest and like thinking about the life that I'm gonna have, like to me, my time is felt better that way than worrying and stressing about what I don't have in this moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what I be on for real manifestation.
1: I feel you, manifest girl. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to point the tail.
0: (laughs) Do you feel like? As far as like your money trauma is concerned, that you've ever had an issue with like trying to keep up with people as far as like appearances or even like helping people out like too much, where it's the point where you had to like create a boundary?
2: Mm.
1: There was a time when I was willing on several occasions to give my last $20 to make somebody else happy. Mm. And, you know, I told myself I would never do that again. And I knew better, like, in the back of my mind, I knew better because my mom always told me, if you're not going to have that same amount after you give them the money, then don't give them the money. Like, you ain't got it if you're not going to have it after you give it to them.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. My grandma always said, don't lend out anything that you can't um, afford not to get back. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she always used to say, too, is if you feel like you're going to lend somebody some money, then if you don't have double of what you're lending them, then you ain't got it. Yeah. And, you know, that's just on self-preservation. We all want to help people out and like, you know, do what we can when we can. But it's like really being honest about when you can. And Yeah. Sometimes, even though you're feeling empathetic and like you want to help somebody, you got to help yourself first. Like, you really do have to help yourself first. We can't like keep doing the same thing and keep having the same repeated behaviors and patterns and think in five years oh, our finances is going to be so, so great. Like you have to take the steps to do it, you know, and follow through and keep showing up and being accountable. Yeah.
1: It can be hard to get out of, though. Yeah. Like, I'm still... Like I said earlier, I'm still learning how to not be so willing to just spend on other people. Mm. It's hard, though.
0: Yeah, it is hard. When you care about people or, like... Gift-giving is one of my love languages. And not, like, for holidays or anything. But just, like, a random, like, pick-me-up. I go, oh, I seen this and I know my girlfriend will like it. Or, um... Randomly I want to send my best friend something like that's something that you know I will do but for the most part for me it is the keeping up with people like I'm way better now because I really don't give a fuck what anybody thinking it's like who's paying my bills Mm -hmm. but even when certain situations, I feel like triggered or I feel insecure about the money that I have when I go around certain people, like when we went to go on vacation last summer and I was around my family and mm-hmm. like before we got there, I told you like you know, when we when I get around them, I be low key feeling some type of way because they have money and or that's what it looks like because mm-hmm. that's another thing, girl. So and no shade people be having to keep up with themselves. Mhm. And that's the thing. And yeah, sometimes I feel shitty cuz it's like they got these designer bags, they wearing Yeezys, they talking about what they're going to do, how they are spending money. Mm-hmm. And then like that's part of like the envy or having bad feelings towards money. And now I just try and be like do I even value those things? Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't. Yeah, The things that I value are totally different. So that means that I'm willing to invest in certain things or certain things are pleasurable to me. But it's no reason, you know, to be jealous or, you know, in your feelings if it's something that you don't even want. I get like that sometimes when I see people's closets. Mm -hmm.
1: I love... Clothes. I love buying clothes. It feels good. I like to put on something fresh and be cute. So, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I still do, for sure. Especially if it's, like, a piece that I want. It's like, oh my gosh, I want that so bad.
0: Yeah. And some of the purchase that I made is, to me, it is, like, an investment. And I'm so glad I have it. Like, my Brandon Blackwood bag that says, um... In systemic racism mm-hmm. everywhere I go and I'm carrying and I'm like yeah bitches white people <laughs> in this shit and
2: like
0: <laughs> I'm so happy that I bought it every day that purchase makes me happy it's not just about oh it made me happy to buy it that one day because everybody was trying to get Brandon Blackwood bags like it, that purchase I bought that at least a year and a half ago if not two years mm-hmm. and it still makes me happy every single day So, it's just all about investing in things that you really do actually care about. Like, it's okay to spend your money, but, like, don't spend it on things that is going to waste away or you're never going to use it again. And one thing I'm big on is spending my money on creative memories.
1: Yeah.
0: And food. Food for sure. Yeah. Like
1: Brother Keith says, for show you right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut out Keith. I hope he's having a good day.
0: Yeah. I feel like what it has really been important to me, but I haven't, like... Like, I think about ideas all the time, but I haven't, like, put anything in place to secure it. It's just, like, generational wealth coming mm-hmm. from, like, a financial standpoint. And, like, what can I do to... Put my kids in a position that when they're my age, they don't have to be, you know, insecure or stressed about money. Honestly, especially for people
1: that don't have a whole bunch of money. I think the best thing you can do to put them in a better financial situation is show them how to be financially responsible.
0: Mm, That's so good. Yeah, a lot of people and, and money or business influencers online be like put a business in your kids name, let it build up their credit. And I feel like that's extremely irresponsible. Some people they actually have money trauma because when they were younger their parents did use their name to get a gas bill or a light bill
2: mm-hmm. and then
0: maybe didn't pay it or couldn't pay it and now Your credit's fucked up. You haven't even bought a single thing. You haven't even had not one credit card. So I just am not okay with doing that. I feel like I've been learning more about, like, creating trust. Mm -hmm. And that's really just a savings plan that continues to add up and have interest, Mm -hmm. which is better. Yeah. And life insurance, because something happened to you today or tomorrow, and then you will leave your kids fucked up.
1: Yeah.
0: Or your family. Like... How many people be on the internet and go fund me for a funeral? Like,
1: Yeah. Life insurance is a big thing. That's probably one of the, that's one thing for sure rich people do to make sure that their kids are wealthy. mm
0: -hmm. And I feel like as far as insurance is concerned, life insurance is the least expensive. And so you could do something with that for real
2: yeah
0: I read this story um this news article, and this girl was saying that she didn't have her father passed away. It was to her unexpected, but after he died, she felt like that he knew he was gonna die or maybe he was already sick, and he didn't tell them
2: mm-hmm.
0: but um she was like trying to open her own beauty salon and but she didn't have the money yet. And he kept telling her, you'll get the money soon. Like, don't worry about it. You'll get the money soon. And then when he passed away, he left her a $200,000 insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And she was able to use that and open her salon. And like that right there is generational wealth. Because now she's going to continue to build more wealth with her salon. Like that's what's happening. yeah
1: and it was also an example now she knows that she should do that
0: too Mm -hmm. that's so true i just want to be able to like pass down my kids some land a house like i feel like no matter what the state of the country is at least you can say you have an asset and if Mm -hmm. you really need the money then you know i'm saying you could sell your house yeah It's like, cars, to me, they're the worst investment. I know people like cars. Like, I know you love cars and stuff. But as soon as you drive it off the lot, it already decreases in value. And it just Mm -hmm. continues to decrease over time, decrease over time. And, like, although there's some cars that I want to be like, oh, that's my dream car. I can't see myself just going crazy, spending money on cars. Because, like, that's not valuable to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that would just be a, I really love this purchase. Mm -hmm. That's not, you don't buy a car thinking it's going to be worth millions unless it's like a super rare vehicle or a good old one that you can like renew. Mm -hmm. and then it'll be worth something but it still has to be
0: a very specific vehicle like it's gonna have like the original everything inside of original engine original seats steering wheel Yeah, it's like a lot um and that's another thing that people would just pass on because otherwise you have the money to invest in buying a classic car anyways yeah yeah I think that that kind of brings me to the next point of like, say you could see yourself spending a lot of money on cars Mm -hmm. or tech. I could see myself spending a lot of money on hobbies or traveling. And it's like, we just have to have a good balance. If you're sharing finances with somebody, constantly communicate about finances, um, share about your debts and Mm -hmm. share... About, you know, when you have money. My grandma used to tell me when I was married that I should have a secret account. And that I should always just keep putting money in it. So, if I have a man no more, then I'll have the money. And I didn't listen to her. Because I felt like that just seemed like sneaky and uh, just an untrustworthy thing to do. But um, after I was single, I see why she said it. I'll say... I agree with that. My mom
1: told me that too. But she didn't say sneak and have one. -hmm. (laughs) I I think it's important to always just have your own money. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cool if y'all share an account that's cute or whatever y'all making plans. But you should always have your own money.
0: Yeah. You don't think that's the same thing? Well, my sister and her fiance, they share the finances the best. Or as far as people I know personally. Mm -hmm. And they have like their own bank accounts. And they have one bank account that they put money in for bills. Or, you know, like activities and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And every time they get paid, it automatically... Part of their check automatically goes in their checking account. And then in the shared checking account. And then they just have their bills on... What's that called? Like auto pay. Auto pay, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think that's good. They still... They still have their own money. Yeah. Like, especially if y'all view money differently or you spend money differently, you want to have your own account.
0: Yeah. Money is the reason that a lot of people break up for real. And it depends on what type of person you are. Like, if you are somebody that's very insecure about money, you'll leave a bitch like me. Because I will stress you out. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying you have to I feel like choose people and be in relationship with people that are on your current level to a sense, like I feel like it's good to date up
2: mhm but it's always
0: good to date up to date down is crazy. I mean, you can judge me on okay. that, but. Unless you... Times be hard sometimes. Yeah. I feel like unless you just have what it takes and them having money doesn't
1: really mean anything Mm -hmm. for your stability, then date whoever you want, you know. But yeah, definitely if you ain't got it or if you're working for more, Mm -hmm. it's not ideal to be with somebody that can't add to that in some way Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and some people they just have their own system like a lot of people if one person is working and actually making the money the other person does other things that balances out Mm -hmm. you know the load of them not paying the bills like it's other things that they do that are you know equal or greater
1: yeah yeah so I've definitely had my share of being the one making the money and doing everything else. Like I
0: was providing everything. Yeah, I definitely want to be like that, too. I want to have the capacity to do it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, would you choose love over money or money over love?
1: I think love over money Mm -hmm. Um, because, well, hmm, I would say love over money. Because of my peace. My peace is more important than... Somebody being able to provide for me. hmm Yeah. Like... Being taken care of... Financially... is nice. But... If that's the only thing I'm getting... It's not gonna be a good relationship. I'll say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... I feel like both of them. I feel like that you should have discernment. And when you are, you know, actively dating, when you are thinking about having a long-term partner, you should think about at that time right now in your life, what would be the most beneficial to you? What will be the most fulfilling to you? And for some people, this financial security is way more important than being in love with somebody or sharing good memories or any of that. Because, I mean, for a lot of reasons, they could have, you know, issues when they was growing up with money. Mm -hmm. Um, They could be in survivor mode now. It's like a lot of people have whatever reasons that they choose to, you know, choose money over love or even like date somebody that they know is going to take care of them, even if they're not the best in other ways in a relationship but i think both of them i think that i will date somebody that is at the same level as me you know at the time meeting them and everything or i will date somebody that has more than me too because i can learn things from them Mm -hmm. but i'm down to build with my partner i know that i have goals that I'm constantly achieving something. I'm always working to be a better person. And so even if right now I can't show up financially yet, I'm doing the work so that I could do that in the future. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in that case, then you could choose love over money because this is a saying I heard. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, do it together.
2: Mm Mm-hmm
0: like stronger it makes your relationship more stronger like it heal, y'all are healing those financial wounds together
2: mm-hmm.
0: and creating more vulnerability it takes a lot to share money with people because y'all all got your own issues coming into it
2: mm-hmm.
0: you all all have your different spending habits or whatever it is and you have to be open and vulnerable enough to have those real last conversations like yeah. no matter how much anxiety or stress they give you the more you do it the less fear you will have each time I feel like facts yeah
1: just to piggyback off that real quick I am down to build with somebody I'm not down to build somebody up ooh
0: Your stomach said Girl (laughs) That part (laughs) No Yeah Facts Yeah I think um, we can slide into mental health matters We went in on the topic this week Me 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 Ready Are you ready
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh Uh oh Uh oh Uh oh (laughs) Mental Health Matters
2: Yeah Yeah
0: (laughs) I feel like this week for Mental Health Matters We really just want to inspire you To self-reflect and be honest With yourself about your finances And your goals Mm -hmm. And if your behaviors are aligning With what you want in the future So I'm going to ask some questions And I feel like these would be super great To like journal about
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and you know just get comfortable understanding how you feel yeah Um. how do you feel about money what is your relationship with money like like how I said my relationship is not good with money
2: <laughs>
0: money stress me out and no matter how much money I have or don't have yeah yeah. um, what do you want and how can you achieve it realistically like that doesn't always pertain to finances but that also can like just pertain to your daily behaviors period and like what are your personal goals you know what I'm saying you never know what you could be doing and how it could turn out to be a financial blessing
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying like if you're doing something for the right reasons which is it's in your purpose, it's authentic to who you are, you're passionate about it. you love doing it. You could wake up every doing it every day doing it and not get paid for it. Then you know eventually the money is gonna come with consistency and intention, yeah, um, like what steps are you already taking to get there? Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, if you go to school, you know that in four years when you get out of school, you're going to be in a better place financially when you can get a better job or do depending on what your plan is. You know what I'm saying? That was just the example I came up with. Yeah. Um, and just for advice, I feel like this is something I'm working on with myself. And so that's how I know it's a thing that other people need. Mm-hmm. It's just detaching from your feelings of regret or resentment, whatever feelings that you have towards money that are not positive. It's all about, you know, changing your mindset and building a new relationship with money. Um I'm trying to think who this was, but I can't think of her name, but she's like a financial guru and she talks about it from like a spiritual perspective too. I'll just post something in the story that she did, but she said like she just one day took a bunch of her money and she treated like it was a person and got everything out that she wanted to say to money. Like, I hate you sometimes. Why wasn't you there when I needed you? Like we don't realize like money's an energy. It's we, we are having a relationship with money. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you got to get it off your chest so you can let it go and move forward healthily. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. That's a good idea. I wanted to share some books um, that I feel like will be helpful if you are on your, you know, journey to financial freedom or whatever you may be calling it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have The Black Girl's Guide to Financial Freedom. This is by Paris Woods. Um, Get Good with Money by Tiffany. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm going to say a Um, I can't think of what her Instagram name, but she is like so, so, so popular, Um, like a money coach.
1: Yeah, I heard her book was good.
0: This is for all my girls with ADHD like me who your relationship to money sometimes feels out of your control. And this is called um, Women with ADHD and it's written by Sarah Davis and Linda Hill. And... Then some of our favorites that everybody knows, um, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, and Rich Dad, Poor Dad.
1: You know what? I never read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think I started reading it. I got three sentences in, mm-hmm. and then I left because I saw where it was going. We can come back to that. Yeah. I Whenever like- we have a conversation about LLC Twitter again... <laughs> It's just one of those books, that and the 48 Laws of Power, Mm -hmm. it's like in the I'm-a-fuck-people-over handbook. Yeah,
0: a lot of the way people teach others how to make money is unethical or just like not a fair exchange mm-hmm. and i think that's why a lot of people also have a bad relationship with money they don't trust money or trust the people of the financial interaction yeah um and the last one is you are badass at making money by Jensen sincero if you've read the you are a badass book if you haven't find it pick it up read it now that's a good book i've read that book over several times and i feel like she has a gift she has the gift of translating her real experiences to assist others. And mm-hmm.
1: in a way that makes sense, it's not like you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. what
0: she's trying to say. Yeah. I love her style of writing because it's very just like homegirl. Like, yeah. hey, girl, I know you're just laying in the bed, you know, <laughs> and I love that. You're
1: sitting on the couch anyways. <laughs>
0: um, well, we can get into really in. Yeah. Um, did you have anything for really In this week? Um, yes. There's this show
1: on Netflix called How to Get Rich um, with Ramit
0: I don't know how to it say might be it.
1: SETI. SETI? Ramit SETI? It's on Netflix. It's a good show. It's this financial advisor. He... Um, is dealing with maybe three different people that have different financial issues. And he's basically going through with them and helping them get on the right track to actually reach the goals that they have.
0: Mm -hmm. That's dope. Um, this week, I wanted to talk about American Fiction. It's going to be in the theaters here soon. I feel like within the next week. Mm-hmm. And um, it has the dude from Cadillac Records. Which one? The one who was, like, basically in a business deal with the white guy.
1: The one that wasn't taking no shit? Yeah. The wolf guy?
0: No, not wolf. Oh. Um. Damn, I get... Is it Woody? The light-skinned guy? Yeah. he And he had kind of like that poof. Poppy from Shaft. Oh, I don't know. I never seen that. The or... second Shaft, not the original
1: Shaft, and damn sure not the new one.
0: He's the main character. I feel like this is going to be one of those movies that make people think, but it's also funny mm-hmm. from what I've seen with the trailer. Also, Issa Rae is in it. It's a bunch of people in it. But the premise of the movie is that this dude's an author. Author. I (laughs) swear I cannot talk lately. He's an author. He's really good. But the only thing trending right now is the black stories that are stereotypical. And he doesn't necessarily tell stories about black people. He tells stories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his publishing company is like, we need you to write a black book. Everybody is... That's what's in right now. Oh, black. Yeah, book. I do want to see that. And he's like, Well, I'm black, and this is a book. Mm-hmm. And he goes to this conference, and it's Issa Rae there, and she's like talking about her book, and mm-hmm. she's making it sound so profound. And then they ask her to read an excerpt from it, and it's like.
1: The worst version
0: of hood talk. It was giving Byron. <laughs> okay. I was like, This is hilarious. Yeah and so then he takes the advice of his publishing company he takes on this whole new persona Mm -hmm. acting like he's hood and gangster like he went to jail before or some shit Mm -hmm. and his book blows up
1: yeah it's like a bestseller and then i guess the movie is just him exploring just how crazy that is like It's kind of like the conversations people have about the music industry. Mm. Like, we have to dumb ourselves down to be sellable. But also, it seems like that's what we want to see from each other. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
0: And that's how it makes you think right there. Because it's like... In reality, on a daily basis, what is it that you're paying attention to? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, if you look at their For You page, then it's not educational or it's not something that's inspiring or uplifting. It's purely for entertainment. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like there's a time and a place. Mm -hmm. And if you don't make some time to educate yourself or to be in community with others to create relationships online... I feel like you're just playing a character. Yeah. And a lot of people, they play a character who's not even really them in real life. It's just what is selling. Yeah. It's crazy. They don't never really be bumping up the black people that's like really trying to do something good for real. I mean, there's an exception a few, Mm -hmm. but then it's like the people who always go viral is like. It's the bullshit. Inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting. Talking about shit that don't really matter. Or it's not going to help the community. Yeah. Everything that's
1: good for you is like. If you're not. It's like back to the podcast. If you're not already popping. People don't really want to hear. What's going to make them better. They want to hear you gossip. They want to hear you talk about gender roles and stuff like that
0: exactly it's so annoying because like yeah those things are going to come up in conversation when you're touching on topics that are more impactful to the black community Mm -hmm. but it's annoying as fuck that that's the whole conversation it's literally like they're just talking about
1: what's your favorite position
0: Um, I was watching a podcast and I'm not gonna say which one it was but like a lot of times they just keep bringing up like booty hole like and I'm like girl like yeah part of the conversation was good you know like you got something out of it but then Mm -hmm. that's like 10 minutes out of a 45 minute podcast where they just kiki and giggling and it's like yeah. Entertainment only. And I'll be feeling away about that because we work so hard to be authentic and to be a resource to people that are on a healing or wellness journey. Yeah. The people that want to grow,
1: they're coming over to us. Yeah.
0: And if you're new here, go ahead and subscribe and like this video. <laughs> Follow us on every platform. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook all the links are in the description everything i'm gonna be honest with you i don't really post on twitter no more though or x i broke up with (laughs) him um we can slide into the breaks so this week for the breaks it's kind of a lot coming out or whatever or not coming out but i guess that i seen and i like Mm -hmm. took notice of the first thing is today Meg the stallion dropped an ad for the eh, Olympics, <laughs> and I was like, okay, Mac, like get a bag on us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like nothing feels better when you go through a breakup to just level up and shit on your ex nigga. Like, yeah, you came out with that 10 minute song trying to degrade me, but I'm be I'm sponsoring the Olympics.
2: Yeah, it's
0: about me, me, me. Yeah, facts. The Olympics are going to be July 2024, and they're taking place in Paris. Super cool, super exciting, and I feel like they did that because they know the type of response they're going to get from people who watch or enjoy Meg Stallion, and that's going to, you know, bring more people back into watching Olympics then, Mm -hmm. because I feel like back in the day it used to be a real popular thing, and now we don't really check for
1: it. Don't nobody really watch the Olympics anymore unless it's a good highlight.
0: Yeah, or if it's, like, a black person broke a record or some shit. Yeah. I think, uh, Sha'Carri is still. She's, like, the fastest woman. Yeah, she's still on our team. Yeah, I think because she, like, went and tried back again. Yeah. Mm. And then the next thing, the next thing is a song that I have is Renee Rap and Coco Jones. I'm going to be honest. I know who that was. I seen her on the Terrell show one time, but I didn't watch the episode because I know who it was. It's like, Harper, who is this white woman? <laughs> um, but her voice actually is really nice, really beautiful. And yeah. I feel like her and Coco's voice complement each other. The song sounds good. I haven't listened to the real song. All I heard was like the snippet on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it was giving. You gonna get your karma nigga. I fuck with that. Facts.
1: Cause boy.
0: Did they all. Um, And the last song. That came out this week. That. I feel like was really funny. And it's just continually. Trolling. All these people who talk shit. Sexy rap. I love that she's going to continue being her and showing up doing shit. That hood shit. Yeah. Like, I seen this post one time and it said if girls twerking and hood rap shit is not part of the, the revolution, then I don't want it. It's like a lot of times we have these like, you know, communities, but they feel like they are above certain women because they don't participate in those activities or they look down on them for what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But we're all women. We all share a lot of the same issues. And what you're doing is just turn around and putting those issues on another woman that men place on you.
1: Yeah.
0: So she came out with a song. It's called F My Baby Daddy. Um, I was feeling it because the vibes be vibing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and <laughs> the video was just funny as hell because she's like pregnant as hell. She's twerking on the counter, like going off. Okay, and um, I liked it. I liked the song.
1: I play it again. It. I'm a sexy red fan, so I am. She could say almost anything,
0: <laughs> and I'll be on board. Yeah, except for when yeah. she said that shit about Donald Trump. Like girl, I'm going to need you to get financially educated because that money did not come from Donald Trump. He might have signed the checks, but it was coming from the United States government and really it was coming from your own pockets cuz it was like an early tax payoff type of thing like. Yeah. Y'all y'all got to do better. <laughs> um what about you? Anything came out this week that you were like turned up about? Um well, I
1: found out that Kamaya dropped another project. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, It's called Another Summer Night I haven't listened to it yet Excuse me. I was I don't know what I was doing I don't know how I came across it I was scrolling on Instagram mm-hmm. And she came up and I saw it And I was like wait a minute She had been dropping uh, Singles and she just dropped a project With Harry Fraud which is amazing I think that's called American Dream But Yeah Can't wait to get my ears on that. And shout out to whatever deal she signed. Because the marketing has gone up tremendously. The West Coast rappers are getting these deals. And I'm here for it. Shout out to them. Shout out. Um, Also, on my journey. On this journey. I found this rapper that's from Richmond. Um, His name is Fly Anakin. Uh, His music sounds dope. It has... It has an underground feel to it. Mm -hmm. And he's also dating uh, Baby Mother. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. I like her, though. I fuck with her heavy.
1: Well, Baby Mother. Mother is somebody else. Shout out to Mother C. But Baby Mother. (laughs) Okay. I like her. Yeah. Um... Who also released a project this year on streaming. Which I didn't expect. Because she stopped releasing her music on streaming. It was only released on Bandcamp and stuff. But
0: yeah. She said it's time to get back to it. I fuck with it. Um, Did you have anything for Musical Week? Or are you listening to anything? like? I haven't really been
1: listening to anything specific. Mm-hmm. Like a song will pop in my head and I'll play it. But... This week was just not a listening week. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that, though, because I kind of look at everything as like different signs and stuff. And so when a song randomly pops up in my head, I feel like it's a music message. So I go to listen to it and it might be something that I needed to hear. Yeah. Today's
1: song was 444. The song. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of just been listening to beats, so I haven't really been listening to other people's music.
0: I feel that. Um, this week I have been literally obsessed with Jay- Jessie Reyes. <laughs> um, I love her. She's, I don't know, she seemed like she kind of alternative, but she's not. But mm-hmm. her music kind of emo. But I don't know. I just like it. It's kind of like, um, what shorty name that sing Get Out?
1: Get Out right now.
0: JoJo? Yeah. No, it's not like JoJo at all. That's what it was given to me when you were She playing. was literally on the Blackest King album. And the song that she did was like literally like raging, like. She is not that girl. That I do not when you said that. That's Y'all what let that us album know in the comments like. if you were Jessie Reyes. It wasn't an album. It was like her essentials. It was like all of her different music. It was all singing in me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she was singing her heart out. And it sounded amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The last thing we have is Forest Bias. And this week we want to talk about Tia Northfleet. She was the first black female NASCAR driver and she's from Suffolk, Virginia. So shout out. Zoom. <laughs> super inspiring, super cool and dope. She's living my dreams.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just to want to be a NASCAR driver. Until I realized how long they were driving around those tracks. And I was like, you know, I don't want to drive that long. But I do want to race. So I'm going to figure that out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thought about Formula One, but still. Same thing. Hours. I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. That kind of reminded me of Gran Turismo. And that movie was so freaking good. Ugh. I literally good. That's probably my favorite movie of the year. It's definitely going on the list. Okay, okay. It was so good. What you making time for this week? I'm making time for
1: buying beats
0: mm-hmm. that's what's up what you making time for? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. um, I feel like I want to be in a cool, chill mood, but I really need to be doing more to be cool chill like so I'm gonna say this week I'm making time for balance.
1: I like that. Yeah. Balance. Balenciaga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that caught. When I first said that, you had no idea what it was from.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't know, but... I watched American Horror Story. And so when we seen it again, I was like, oh. But, like, I just didn't remember that. Yeah. That was my shit. Iconic. I mean, she was iconic. She literally... Got burnt at the stake like a G. Yeah.
1: <sighs> so, uh, without further ado, I've got, got time. time.